0: hello my beautiful friends and welcome back to too smart for this a podcast dedicated to knowing better and doing better for ourselves and others i'm your host alexis barber and today we are talking some self-reflection and some learnings so as many of you know this time last year is when i got my start as a quote influencer if you want to hear that story it's in plenty of places throughout the internet But I have learned a lot in the last year about being on social media and I want to share with you some of the most important learnings that I think anyone can take with them, whether you are an influencer or whether you are just a person growing up in a world where we are always on social media. I also started my full-time job a year ago. Um, The day of the crazy fallout last year was the same day of my first day at Google. So my Google Versary is coming up, and I also will do an episode next week about what I've learned in the corporate world, so you can definitely keep an eye out for that. In the last year of being on social media, having people's eyes on me, having people critique me, having people love me, all of that, there's been a lot of things that I've learned both about the industry as well as about myself. Industry wise, this industry is definitely crazy. I think we all know that a lot of it is dominated by people who are beautiful, people who came from money, or people who came from some sort of status. And for a while, I think I really let that get me down to a point where I was like, I don't have any of those things. Uh, Yes, I'm beautiful, but I'm not as beautiful as other people. I'm not as skinny as other people. And I also didn't have like a very clear mission for what I wanted my content to be. And that was really hard because when you start in the way that I did, which was accidental on Instagram, TikTok, I definitely like put more work into. When you start as an accidental influencer, it can be really scary to have this huge following of people that you don't know what to do with. And I think I've only really come up with my real mission for what i want to share and only now and that was after a lot of trial and error a lot of forcing myself and pressuring myself to be the best quote influencer possible but what i realized is i was trying to be the best you know of what i thought existed in the industry instead of just being myself and sharing it with the intention of helping other people and Part of me has an issue with helping other people because I've done it for so much of my life. I grew up the oldest of eight. I always was trying to fix everyone around me so that everything would be fine because my life was so chaotic. So to help other people and give them the opportunity to fix themselves was always burdensome to me. Um, I didn't like doing that because it felt like another responsibility and I didn't want another responsibility. I wanted to just live my life. And what I'm realizing now is that the point is that the point is that, it's that I myself love, I myself have always felt alone. I've always felt like I had to fix everything and I had to get everything done in my life, that I had to be the sole caretaker and not have any help. And I was very, very alone. But the point is so many of you feel that way too. So many of you feel that way too. So if I can do anything that makes you accept yourself, love yourself, give yourself more grace That is enough for me. And it can't be about the numbers, which for a long time I'm not afraid to admit, I was obsessed with the numbers. I did want to get to ten thousand. At the time of recording this, I don't even have ten thousand on Instagram. But I don't care because at this point it is not about that. It is about making sure that people feel less alone in this world. And I feel like that's like a very thrown around, widely used term, but The girls who are doing it so they can be the best possible versions of themselves, the girls who are working so hard to achieve, 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 the girls who are putting other people first and not themselves, whether it's by helping them or by putting their opinions first and trying to conform into them, those are the girls that I want to know or I want you to know that you are not alone because I do the same thing, but that is not what you want your life to be. You cannot live for other people. You have to live for yourself. And that's the most important thing that I want anyone to take away from this is that whether you're on social media or not, you cannot do things to please others. It has to come from within. It has to come from yourself. And that is the most important thing. You you are way too smart to take everyone else's opinions and apply them to your life. Your life is yours. Go after it yourself and live for yourself, whether it's a career, whether it's through social media, whatever it is, you cannot let other people get you down. The three other major learnings that are about, uh, that I've learned about myself here are that I cannot activate anything inside someone else that wasn't already there. So I can hurt people. People's words can hurt for sure. But if someone leaves a hate comment saying that I am, quote, this is a a story that recently happened to me. Someone was berating me across multiple platforms saying that I was being racist because I said that if you are white and have mixed children and don't have an understanding about how to raise black people, that your child will definitely be going through some shit as they grow up. I am a testament to this. Every single mixed person I know that has a white parent that doesn't believe in racism or doesn't understand the depths of racism and just wanted a cute mixed baby understands this and agrees with it. And at the time, I was so upset that they would call me racist when so much of my platform is about fighting racism and just like existing as a black woman. But I can't activate this person thinking I was racist because I told them not to do something that was racist that's within them. That's not my responsibility to fix. And they were dead set on misunderstanding me. So there's nothing I could have done that was going to fix that within them. You know, like there's literally nothing you could do. So like you, that comes to pretty much every hate comment I get. If you are like dead set on misunderstanding me and not listening and calling me something just so that you can feel better, that's not my responsibility. And that leads me to my next thing, which is I am not for everyone and I never will be. This is very hard to accept. If Are you a girl who is obsessed with comparing themselves to others? Do you get upset with a, when a random person that you barely know that maybe sat next to you in biology five years ago might think that you're a little bit weird because you posted that one thing on Instagram? So was I. A year ago, I had every single person I know blocked on my Instagram, which was previously Wellness Alexis, which was focused on health and wellness and like dieting, which, you know, rip to that. And basically, I was so ashamed of doing anything that was interesting to me or being anyone that I wanted to be because I didn't want other people to think I was weird. And I forgive myself for this. And you should too, because... We do this to ourselves because we're trying to survive. We try to appeal to everyone around us so that we can have safety. And when we don't feel safe, that is the ultimate form of fear. And we don't want to feel that, that sense of being uncomfortable. So the truth of the matter is, when my Instagram was blown out of proportions and everyone found out about it, People were supportive. And did I care what the random person who was maybe friends with my ex boyfriend thought about my Instagram? No, of course I didn't because I was doing what worked for me and I was doing something that mattered to me. And I am not for everyone. So I think about this a lot because sometimes I do get like embarrassed with my boyfriend's friends who are all super cool music tech guys. And I'm like, oh my God, like they think I'm so lame for being an influencer. And first of all, the truth is that they don't, because they're like, wow, she's doing her thing, and I really admire her side hustle. But the second part is, why do I care what my boyfriend's random music tech friends think about my influencer bullshit? Think about my like Instagram and my TikTok, because they're not my target audience. I'm not for them. I'm not for everyone. My content's not for everyone, and I never will be. So when you go about your life, think about who you are showing up for. It should always be yourself first, but when you go into an office, for example, and you're at work, you are showing up for the clients that you're working with. You're showing up for your boss. You are showing up for yourself so that you can have a long, luscious, fabulous career if that's what you want. If you are arriving to... If you're going to a workout class, you're showing up for you. You're not there to compete with the other people and be the best person in the workout class, unless that's like the nature of the workout class. And you are there for you. So do not compare yourself and try to act like, oh my God, like I didn't perform well and it, the other girl on the leaderboard did better than me, therefore, like I'm not worthy. You can't put your worth in other people. Because you're not. I am not for everyone and I never will be. And the only way that you can really embody that is when you realize that your worth doesn't lie in other people. It lies within yourself. The next thing is a, you cannot control how others perceive you no matter how hard you try. So this goes in the same vein. I think these are all separate. They all sort of fall into the same category, but they are all very separate because to me, it's something that's like they all need to be said separately because these – situations of feeling unsafe because of a certain feeling all map back to one of these few statements. I cannot control how others perceive me. If they perceive me as being lame, that's their problem. If they perceive me as weird, they're not my target audience. If they perceive me as being dumb and uptight and stupid... That is their problem. I can only control how, what I put out into the universe and that it comes from a positive, good, well intentioned place. If it doesn't, that's on me. That's on me. And I have to take responsibility for it. If it is, then guess what? That's amazing. Like, I am coming from a, if, it, if it's coming from a fabulous, glorious, but great place and someone perceives it as being wrong or horrible, then. That's also their problem. Like they are working through something within themselves or within their lives that you cannot control. This is a very, very tough one though, because not being able to control how you're perceived when you're the girl who's always needed to have control over your perception in order to feel safe is really scary. But the truth is you can only control what you put out and there's always going to be someone who is dead set on misunderstanding you. The next is comparing myself to others shrinks my light i compare myself to others a lot and the truth is anytime i do that i have to remind myself of this comparing yourself to others is dumb because no one, literally no one on this earth has had the exact same experiences as you. So therefore it's a false comparison. If you were going to biology class and you were comparing two specimens to each other to see which one was better or I and mean, which one was like rotten, I don't fucking know science. And you gave them the exact same conditions and one came out wrong and one came out good, that's a fair comparison. There's a scientific way for you to come out with that outcome. You understand it. Scientifically, it made sense because you were given the same conditions. I am not given the same conditions as my peers. Therefore, I cannot compare myself to my peers' outcomes. So when you boil it down to that scientific understanding, which I very poorly worded, you will understand that there's no point in doing what you're doing, which is constantly comparing yourself to others. Next is if someone is trying to bring you down, they are already below you. I learned this less than two months ago when I was out with my friends and someone was berating me in Instagram DMs related to the incident last year, calling me all sorts of things, dead set, doing some racist shit, dead set on misunderstanding me again. And I tried my best to just explain it and I was sitting at dinner like on my phone like Fighting with this random person through their burner account. And it was beginning to get to a point where I was going to cry. Like, I was so frustrated by it. And I was walking with my friend and he said to me, if someone is trying to bring you down, they're already below you. Why would I sacrifice my happy, joyous, amazing night to argue with a troll on the internet? I'm so far above that troll. I would never create a burner account and spend my days, my weeks, my life, like this person was attacking someone on social media because I have better things to do. I have a brain to use. I have a life to live. I have people in my life to nurture. I would, that person was so far below me and I pray for them. I really do hope that they get out of that place where berating people on social media becomes less of their priority and they can move on to enjoying this wonderful life. We all get the opportunity to live. But in that moment, I was letting them pull me back down to where they were. And so I had to hit block. And I always felt as though block was a, like, I always felt like block was wrong because I was, like, pushing away criticism. I was like, oh, I need to see what people are saying so that I, you know, can be a better person, that I can grow, and that I can evolve. But the truth is, girl, no, no, you don't, because there is no need for you to take on other people's energy in that horrible way. There's no need for that. So eventually I learned and now I will answer constructive criticism in a positive way. And if it leads to a positive conversation, that's wonderful. We will both learn and we'll both move on. But if it's not... If it's, being atta- it's a, if it's an attack, if it's disrespectful, if it's mean, you're going to get blocked, period. So a few things about the industry that I want to share with you, in addition to these high-level things I learned, are that you need to protect yourself. You need to pre- protect your energy, which we just talked through a bunch of ways that I did that, but you also need to protect yourself financially and in contracts, and you need to protect your time. So I always felt like I needed to be on Instagram or TikTok or whatever constantly 24-7. And I learned that taking one day a week off is completely fine. Like You need to protect your time because if you get overwhelmed with social media, you will burn out. And Protecting yourself in contracts means like, you need to make sure that you are being paid for your work. You need to be sure that you are protecting your time by ensuring there are clauses about reshoots, ensuring there are clauses about being paid on time, um, and really understanding any sort of contract that you sign. So those are my two big things. Like, you have to protect yourself and you have to protect your time. And like I said, you got to protect your energy. So block the people who are not interested in learning and are just interested in hurting you to solve whatever their own personal issues are. The next is consistency is key. Breaks are important, but consistency is key no matter what. There were days when I had videos done and I just didn't feel like posting And those were my best performing videos. So there was like my inamorata haul. I hadn't posted on TikTok in like four days because I felt like I was in a rut. And when I posted it, finally, after forcing myself to, when I felt super lazy, that was one of my best performing videos and got me brand deals after that. It was a really wonderful, wonderful thing. So you will have creative ruts, though. It's completely natural. And that means you just got to take a step back. You have to take a step back often. Because the algorithm is not a person. It was created by people. It is an emulation of what's happening in culture. It's absolutely racist, totally. But it's just a uh, note that you need to move in a different strategic direction. It's necessary. It's okay to revolve. I mean, it's <laughs> it's necessary to evolve. But you have to realize that, like, just because a video isn't performing well doesn't mean that people don't like you. It just means that that's not what your audience needs right now. It means that culturally and trend-wise, you're not on the money. And that's not because you're dumb. It's not because something's wrong with you. It's because that's just... A different strategy that you need to take. That's what I tell people at work. That's what I tell myself. It's not about you can't take it too personally, you know. You can't take anything too personally because life is not a personal. It's other people have their issues, the algorithm, the industries have their issues. It's not about you. Next up is that it closed mouths don't get fed. It is closed mouths do not get. Fed. If you are someone who is out here creating content, and you don't ask for money, and you like just post shit for free, you are going to burn out. It's not good for anyone. It's not good for you, because you're not being compensated fairly for all the work you put into social media, and I do social media, so I know it takes up your whole life but you also are making it harder for everyone else in the industry to get paid and have this industry be, in, be, be taken seriously because hundreds of thousands, millions of people are out here just trying to make it In this industry that is dominated by women, which already gives it, like, a bad rap. Like, I've used the word influencer in this podcast episode and across my platforms many times, and people think that it's a vain or a horrible thing to say because it's associated with women making money, and it's associated with, like, the worst type of, quote, influencer. But the truth is, it's fine. Like, that's what it is, you know? So... You need to ask for what you're worth 100%. All right. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Too Smart For This. If you liked it, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to like. Make sure to leave a review. It means so much to me and really helps the podcast grow. I have so many exciting, exciting things coming for you in the future. And so I cannot wait. I cannot wait to get started. And I love you so much. Don't forget, you are too smart to not love yourself.